With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right. Hi. Welcome back. Attorney Steve Vondran. Welcome to another exciting episode of Vondran Legal Hour. Attorney Steve Vondran here. We are talking about domain disputes and trademark bullies. Um, (laughs) Trademark bullies. And believe me, there's a lot of them out there. And a lot, lot of these companies will will be um you know they'll buy these really bad domains domains with dashes in it or you know non-top level domains like you know dot infos or something and then they'll get all pissed off when they see somebody else has has their desired domain and then they get all upset and think well you know should i make an offer to buy the domain well if i do that then i kind of uh show that i have a weak position or what sometimes they do, this is something that you see, is they'll file a trademark after the person has their domain. They'll go, dang, I don't have the domain. I think I'm gonna go file for a trademark and then I'll try to bully the domain out of them in a UDRP uh, domain dispute proceeding, you know, like through WIPO or National Arbitration Forum. And those are called UDRP proceedings, Uniform Domain Name Resolution. Um, and you agree to that when you buy a domain that if somebody's going to pull a stunt like this where they're going to try to steal your domains, you have to agree to go to this UDRP proceeding or you can also have rights to go to federal court. And, you know, it can get a little tricky in there. But point is, this is trademark bullies. This is what they can often do. They try to get something for nothing. And then they think by suing you and, and playing the tough guy going on the going on the plaintiff that somehow they, they can push you around in this, that, and the other. Well, what happens is if you get into this UDRP proceeding, say a WIPO, uh, World Intellectual Property Organization, a lot of them are brought there, you basically, you fight for your domain. The plaintiff has to prove three things. And they have to be able to allege these things in good faith, especially when you have these intellectual property lawyers getting in and acting as if they know everything about um, trademark law. And then they get in, they can't even meet these elements. They can't even show the proof. And they're really just what I would call a sham complaint. And that could lead to some problems. So if you're you're too cheap to (coughs) get your own domain and, and do things properly, and you think you're just going to bully people, you should know that there is some downside consequences here, especially when the panel, uh, and you can have either one judge, one uh, not judge, but one arbitration panel member in the proceeding, or you can get three. I like to get three so that you have two out of three and there's some talking going on and it's not just one person making a decision. It's three people, okay? So, but this is what can happen. And so... Um, I'm going to have a uh, case coming up here that I think you should probably bookmark. It's going to be a good one. Um, but it is a case where a three panel, where a panel found, I would say two of the three panel 
found reverse domain name hijacking, reverse domain name hijacking by a lawful, like a law competitor, legal competitor of mine, which I'm not going to name right this moment. Uh, we'll leave that for due time and due course. But they brought this claim. And, and so when a, when a plaintiff brings a, a claim in the, in the UDRP case, what I call the domain, domain dispute court, whatever you want to call it, they have to prove three things. If they can't prove all three, well, number one, they shouldn't be bringing the case in the first place. You know, if you can't prove all three, why are you, especially as a lawyer, especially as an intellectual property lawyer, especially as a trademark lawyer, why are you bringing a case that you can't, you know you can't prove the elements? You know, so that, that smacks of really bad faith and things like that. But if you get into the case and the, you ask for a finding of reverse domain name hijacking, what we call RDNH, reverse domain name hijacking, and you get a finding of that, well, that's that's nice. You get uh, you get a panel that does this for a living that says, yeah, this this was a very uh, abusive, bad faith proceeding, and and uh, that's what happens here. So. Uh, at any rate, so, but then what the question becomes, what is your recourse? Now you have a decision from a UDRP panel, but that doesn't really have precedential value if you go to federal court, for example, to file under the ACPA, Anti-Cyber uh, anti Squatting Consumer Protection Act. Say that five times fast anti-cyber squatting consumer protection act then you can bring a case in federal court for a reverse domain name hijacking and just basically telling the court that there were misrepresentations in the udrp in regard to these trademark allegations and that you want recourse where you can seek up to up to a hundred thousand dollars in statutory damages you may also be able to recover attorney fees something that should be explored of course so at any rate um that is the basics of what happens and there's there's lots of uh precedent where companies have have, have uh, succeeded in these acpe acpa reverse domain name hijacking claims so um but i just wanted you to at least understand about it at least understand the udrp decision is separate that if you end up going to federal court, you do have to prove, um, like I said, intentional misrepresentation. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, if you can do that, you can succeed. You can recover damages and whatnot. There may also be some other causes of action that you may want to allege as well, um, such as like a malicious prosecution if your state supports that. Um, or tortious interference with a contract. For example, if you have a contract with GoDaddy and there's a tortious interference with contract, forcing them to breach the contract for, let's say, for some really bad faith reason here. I mean, if you can't meet the elements of a UDRP proceeding, then perhaps you should never have even brought that in the first place, interfering with a contract where your domain gets, gets basically disabled um, the ownership of it gets disabled and and you can't you you know you can't transfer your domain you couldn't sell it you couldn't you don't have the rights of ownership and whatnot when you get into these proceedings so you would think that these things would be brought in good faith 
you know, a legitimate dispute. But when you have these cases where, you know, it's a sham, what I call sham litigation, um, then I, I believe that there's recourse in, in federal court under the ACPA. And there, like I said, there is precedence. You can bring a declaratory judgment action under 28 U.S.C. 2201. You can seek statutory damages under 15 U.S.C. 1117. Again, attorney fees in exceptional cases. And there may be some grounds for punitive and whatnot for malicious, bad faith actions and things like that. But you have to check your state laws. You have to check and see where your jurisdiction lies, what the rules are in your area and that kind of thing. But 15 U.S.C. 1114, D as in dog, 2, number 4, I4, uh, IV, is your reverse domain name hijacking statute in the United States, 15 U.S.C. 1114, D as in dog, 2, and then Roman numeral 4, uh, 4, IV. So, um, you can look that up, but basically it involves a registrar like GoDaddy taking an action based on a knowing and material misrepresentation that a domain is identical, confusingly similar, or dilutive of a trademark. And the person making the statement can be liable for damages, costs, attorney fees. Court can also order transfer or reactivation of the domain. And under Section 5, owner of a Mark may file a civil action to establish that registration or use of the domain name is not lawful. So, um, you know, it makes it hard when somebody comes out and says, oh, I'm a trademark owner and you you violated my trademarks and uh, you got my domain and I want it for free. And, oh, it turns out I was wrong. But, uh, you know, but now now you can't you, you can't write any blogs or do any podcasts or anything that may infringe on my trademark. Well, what do you do now? So now you may need to go into court. Um, you have up to five years to seek cancellation of a trademark. So you may need to look into that angle, especially where the trademark at issue is a descriptive uh, domain, just using common, common words in the English language. You know, so those things you may have to go just to defend yourself so you can write a blog. Um, which is going to be the case that I have here is I have a very descriptive word at issue and I get you know it's hard hard to write a blog without this you know these uh, attorneys that are upset at, at my uh, stellar competition um, and they decided to pull this pull this uh, stunt I would call it so um, at any rate but yeah so those are the things so if you need an ACPA lawyer or domain dispute attorney UDRP actions it's important to get an attorney in early, find out what's going on, make your best case, make your best case in your initial pleading, not rely on supplemental pleadings, have your facts in order, have your defenses in line, you know, being able to, to make a good case. Because you want to win the UDRP if you're going to be forced into that. You want to win it. And even if you win it, like I said, because there's not, uh, it's not a precedential value in federal court, you want to be prepared to, to pounce on them and vindicate your rights in a federal court if 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 the situation warrants it. So that's just a general overview of the UDRP domain dispute proceedings. You have WIPO in the National Arbitration Forum where these cases can be heard. Involves your domain name registered. Mine is GoDaddy. Uh, GoDaddy located uh, in Tempe, Tempe, Arizona. So. Uh, Anyway, uh, stay tuned. I'm going to have some good stuff for you coming up. And um, we're going to basically be tracking this case.
so that you can see how these cases progress, learn something about the system, and learn not what to do as a trademark holder. I mean, there is a way to just be really embarrassing about your of what you're doing, and there's a right way to do things. But uh, we'll highlight that. You can watch all the action. Make sure to check me out on the internet. We're going to have some updates, video updates. We're over pushing for 35,000 subscribers this year. But check us out at attorneystevevideos.com. That's attorneystevevideos.com. So I hope this has been general legal information, helpful. I hope it's shed a little bit of light on this topic, which can be a little bit complicated if you don't know what's going on here. It's your first foray into the world of domain disputes. It can be a little complicated, but that should hopefully help break it down a little bit for you. And calls if you need us. You know where to find us on the web at attorneysteve.com. That's attorneysteve.com, the first name in legal services. Thanks for listening. Got to run if you like it. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a like. Give me a share. Give me a follow. Do what you do best. But thank you guys all for listening and really enjoy having you guys around. Have a great day. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.